Welcome to Elevate, the masterclass where we dissect the elements of exceptional achievement and lifestyle design with a focus on personal growth and real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm so thankful to have you here and I'm blessed and grateful to be sitting here with my friend, Jenny Blake. Jenny, how are you? I'm good. How's it going? Going great. I can't complain. We got the sun shining. You know, we may be like globally quarantined right now, but we're still able to hang out. So I'm happy about that. How about you? Yeah, me too. I've got my windows open. So sun's coming in and connecting with people on Zoom and social media all day. I love that. I love that. It's a it's a great reminder for us that while we may not be able to be next to each other like right this moment, but we have so many resources to us at our disposal to communicate, to connect, to build relationships. So there's no excuse, right? There's no excuse but to keep going and to share some inspiration, some wisdom. And I know that's what we're going to do today. So thanks for taking some time. Yeah, of course. So I want to welcome Elevate Nation back to the show because we're absolutely going to take it to another level today. And our mission, as you recall, is that we're going to identify and apply how the best of the best raise the bar personally and professionally to achieve greatness in real estate and beyond. And real estate is our philosophy is that, you know what, it's the vehicle towards creating practicality in your life, towards creating cash flow, towards creating wealth and opportunities for you to travel the world, for you to give back, for you to live creatively, for you to do anything you want. And to be able to do that successfully, you've got to build yourself as an individual. You've got to build your own understanding, your, your own psychology, your own wisdom, your own health, your own, you know, all of these different things. We're going to talk about health today. We're going to talk about nutrition, which I'm really excited about. We're going to talk about fitness. We're going to talk about lifestyle by design. And really, that's what it's all about. That's why we do what we do is to create the life of our dreams and to elevate to a life without limits. And so with that said, you've got to remember, this is a masterclass for leaders and those looking to achieve uncommon results. We're not looking to do average things here. We're looking to do big things. And it's going to be purposeful outcomes through real estate investing, but ultimately in your lives. And, and if you appreciate what you, we are doing here, certainly we'd be super grateful if you subscribe to the show, if you gave us a five-star rating, a review. It helps because you know our goal is to reach millions and millions of people with this message. And it's interesting because Jenny and I were talking right before the show and we both, we've both known each other for a little while and um, we both recalled you know, when we left school, when we left our formal schooling, we came to realize very quickly that what was taught to us our entire lives was something that maybe didn't apply to our own life. And it took us a long time to really unlearn a lot of the things that we learned. And so the reason why we do this show is because we want to reach this message to millions of people because you can live a life of fulfillment, not just the life that you tolerate. And it's possible through growing yourself, through investing in yourself, through investing in real estate is one philosophy. But as you know, a lot of what we talk about here is really becoming the highest version of yourself. And so with that long-winded introduction, I just wanted to go ahead and introduce you to Jenny Blake, who is the owner of Jenny the Nutritionist. She helps active females decrease body fat and increase lean muscle. As a licensed nutritionist, she's quickly created a successful business and helped hundreds of ladies use nutrition tools to optimize their workouts. Create Your Shape is her signature program where she provides custom macros and a nutrition strategy. She also helps, she also teaches nutrition concepts and application tools for sustainable results that run on autopilot. Jenny saw the importance of investing at an early age and watched her parents 
work in real estate. And now she has invested over $50,000 in herself in business and mindset coaches and personal development. And her unique perspective focusing on the return at, rather than the expense, which we're going to talk a lot about today, has, has created impressive ROIs in a healthier world. So Jenny, with that said, welcome to the show again. And tell us a little bit more about Jenny behind the bio. Yeah, Jenny behind the bio. So obviously that's what you've just shared has been created over years of investing and hard work and all of that. But what ultimately came down to is kind of what you said at the beginning, like I, wa I wanted an anything but average life. I had been going through the system of going through college and going through the career and the internship and climbing the corporate ladder, which was great. Like I feel like I could be happy in that, but I knew that I wanted something that was anything but average. And I had a bigger vision for myself and wanted to connect it more with what I was passionate about, my hobbies, what I was learning for myself and kind of helping others with, which was health and nutrition. And it kind of just continued to, to develop from there. And along with your health, obviously nutrition and fitness is a part of it, but so is your mind and personal development. So that led me to that, which played a huge role in building and creating my business to the point now where I feel like I am living that anything but average life where I have a successful business. I am traveling the world. I'm actually sitting in Colombia, Medellin as we're speaking and have been, you know, I've lived in Vietnam, I've lived in Bali over the past year. And so that's kind of the Jenny behind it all. Yeah, no, it's super inspiring. And, um, you know, one of the reasons why I think it's so appropriate to have you on the show and to discuss, you know, your expertise and, and really learn about your journey is that, you know, one of the concepts that I think is so important and that maybe other generations didn't place as much importance as to potentially maybe our generation is that health is the real wealth, right? And if you have all the wealth in the world, but you don't have your health, then, you know, it's like what Steve Jobs said. I mean, he was on his, his deathbed and he said, look, if I could give every penny to get my health back, I would, but he didn't have that option. And I'm not saying that he made bad decisions and that's why he ended up there. But it's so important for us to recognize that while we're building the life that we want, while we're building a life of our dreams, while we're building wealth, while we're building our networks, our systems, and, and all these things, and while we're investing in our mind and our knowledge and our wisdom, we've also got to pay attention to our health. And so I'd love to dive into that. I mean, you know, if you were to look at, you know, most people that you come in contact with or most people that you're coaching, where would you say that they're most deficient um, when, when it comes to perhaps nutrition or fitness or maybe even both? I think just the understanding of, of nutrition and what it takes, because you're right, like generations before us, you're not taught nutrition in school. You know, health isn't really as high of a priority. So for example, like our parents and honestly, most of the world, they know more about real estate or TV or a computer or all of these things that we're taught than they do about their own bodies and their own health to just feel good day to day. Not only feel good, but like feel confident, feel going back to that above average, like feeling, feeling strong, feeling capable. And so I think it's just like a, a, a level of understanding is really the biggest, um, biggest missing piece. And so a lot of the clients that come to me, they're at a place where they're working out consistently, but they're like, Hey, wait a minute. I still don't look like I work out. 
And everybody wants to look good naked. Um, everyone wants to be <laughs> stronger, wants to be you know, leaner, have abs, have arm definition. But what that really represents to underneath it all is how healthy they are. And that's going to tie into um, you know, happy hormones, which in fact impacts mood, your relationships, how sharp your brain is, your mental clarity, your longevity, your ability to recover. All of that is, is impacted. Um, so that comes along with having the physique you want. But the main thing that they really are unaware of is how it works. They think they need to work out more, work out more, but they're like, wait a minute. I know nutrition is missing. I just can't figure it out. I think I'm supposed to eat less. I think I'm supposed to go on a diet. I think I'm supposed to do keto or Weight Watchers or the latest fad diet or cut carbs and get on the Stairmaster and you know work out more when really it's just, that's just a lack of education because for the people who are probably listening to the show who are go-getters, they probably are consistently working out. And if you're not giving yourself enough fuel, then you're going to be in a deficit. And that's when not only is it hard to decrease body fat, it's hard to build muscle. It's hard to give your brain enough energy to think quickly, to have enough energy to not have four cups of coffee a day to keep working. Um, so the biggest thing is definitely just an understanding of how nutrition works and not fueling yourself enough. No, that's awesome. I mean, that's so important. I think one of the one of the big things that I know we're going to be able to rope Elevate Nation in is the brain capacity and the cognitive abilities that you can achieve by having an appropriate diet, right? By being cognizant of what you're eating, what you're putting in your body, the fuel, rather than just, you know, eating to live, but, you know, or, or living to eat, but eating to live, right? Uh, I would, I, you know, maybe that's my sort of my layman's concept that I see in terms of having an appropriate nutrition and being thoughtful of what are you putting into your body? You know, that's one thing that I was always intrigued about was like, how do I up-level my own capacity, my own thinking? How can I be a better communicator? How can I show up with higher energy? You know, not only, obviously, who wouldn't want to look great naked? Who want to, who wouldn't want to have, you know, six-pack abs and, and all of the different things that, you know, we all love about people with a beautiful physique, right? But at the end of the day, also, you know, the other side benefit that I think you and I would both agree on is that really how you show up as an individual from an energetic standpoint when you're actually being cognizant of what you're putting in your body. So, you know, maybe talk to us about some tactics. I mean, what are some strategies in terms of developing, you know, a more appropriate nutritional habit? Yeah. So in first, just to give an example on that, I have one client who she is a scientist actually and she, at one of her check-ins, it had been, you know, a few weeks now and her check-in shared that, you know, my, my boss doesn't have the best morning routine. I can see what she's eating and things like that. And she's normally pretty grumpy and it's hilarious mm. because now she's telling me, Hey, don't take this the wrong way, but you've been really peppy lately, especially in the mornings and <laughs> things like that. Um, definitely excite me because she's like, yeah, I have energy now. Like I show up to work and I'm like ready to go. And her boss and other people are noticing that. So it, just to reemphasize what you said, it does make a big difference. And so the biggest thing is we expend a certain amount of energy per day, even just laying on the ground and doing nothing, laying in your bed all day, you're going to burn approximately let's say on average for females about 1200 calories more for males but that's just to support your your normal body functions 
And then on top of that, to go make food, to sit up and type, to walk to your car, to pick up a load of laundry, that, that's your general activity factor. So that movement, you're going to burn even more calories on top of that. So let's say that's another 200 to 300 calories. So now you're at 1,500 calories for an average female. Then just to digest your food, however much you're eating per day, it takes about 10% of that in calories just to digest it because your body's going to work breaking it down, you're chewing, your stomach has to do things to it to break it down even further. So that's another 10%. So we're at 1600 right now. So then for all of my go-getters who are working out on top of that and doing CrossFit or, or bodybuilding style or Orange Theory, F45, you're burning another 400, um, 500 calories on top of that. So we're up to 2000 calories a day right now. While most people who are conscious of their health or even the busy entrepreneurs or you know, go-getters who just forget about eating, they're eating a lot less. Most of the ladies that come to me are eating 1,200 to 1,400 calories. And as you can see, they're burning 2,000 calories every day. So that deficit there not only impacts their shape in several ways because then their body's going to want to hold on to whatever it can get as storage, which can be fat. Um, they're also not able, they don't have enough calories then to create muscle and to use it as fuel, but then other departments in your body can start shutting down. So that's when the mental clarity comes in, right? And so you're not going to be as sharp and things aren't going to be firing as quickly if there's not enough fuel there to support that. Are you someone who's seriously looking to elevate your life, your business, your real estate portfolio, your cash flow, your deal opportunities, your access to opportunities, your network this year? Well, if that's you, then I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com because I'm currently opening up a few coaching spots for people like you who want to close the gap from where you are to where you want to be and really, you know, expand that beyond your wildest dreams and explode your business, explode your deal opportunities, explode your vision for what you're looking to create. If that's you, I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. I really have to tell you that this is not for everyone. This is only for those who are decisive. They're committed. They're willing to do whatever it takes. They're willing to invest time, energy, and resources into themselves to get to where they want to be and to live a life without limits, to elevate to a life without limits, which is really what we're all about on this show. If that is you, again, I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com. Yeah, I read a book uh, a couple of years ago called Deep Nutrition by Dr. Catherine Shanahan. I don't know if you're familiar with that book. Um, not, but I'll check it out. It was an amazing book and, and um, people who know me will laugh because I, that's like, I always refer to this book. I learned so much about nutrition, but one of the things that she talked about was like, if your body doesn't get the appropriate nutrients, it's going to take it from somewhere else, right? It's going to take it from your bones. It's going to take it from your organs or whatever it needs. So wherever the energy is being expended, you know, if it's not getting the appropriate nutrients, it's going to find it somewhere. And I also find that just so interesting is because perhaps, you know, the argument is, and, and she's, she makes an argument from a scientific perspective, but if you think about it, you know, if you're, if you're say an organ in your body needs more nutrients, perhaps it's going to take it not only from your, your bone density, but also maybe from your brain and the, the, the density of your brain and your eyes. I mean, it's, it's amazing to really think about. And so when you start to really frame it in that perspective, it's like, all right, well, what do we need to do? So we talked about the strategy here of, okay, we know how much 
calories we're expending on a daily basis on average, right? And some days are more than others. So we know from a total calorie, you know, caloric sort of intake uh, requirement. So from there, we, we want to have quality calories as well, right? So talk to me about that. Yeah. So I would say definitely in terms of like creating your shape, calories is king. So you want to calories and being consistent is king. So if you hit your, you know, calorie goal one day, that's like, you know, that's like, I don't know, going on a run one day. That's not going to do much for you, right? Being consistent is mm-hmm. way more important than being precise on the, you know, specific calorie. So being consistent um, and calories are definitely king. And so with that, I also, not to get too much in like the science and the nitty gritty, but I I work with macros. And so it's almost like taking calories and double clicking down. And there's three macros, protein, carbs, and fat. And you can find them in in pretty much every food. And it's like, it's what um, creates calories or it's how you get to calories, right? And so by doing that, you can get a little more specifics because anyone can eat 2000 calories in Skittles, right? But now we're saying, well, no, we don't want just it to be Skittles. Like you need to hit a certain amount of protein and a certain amount of carbs and a certain amount of fat. So that really helps guide the quality of your food. And that can be specific to that person's body type, that person's type of training, you know, what they do for work, if they're sitting all day, if they're a nurse on their feet or whatever it may be. Um, so then from there, you can take it down even further. So that would be like the macronutrients, take it down even further, which is the micronutrients. So that's where your minerals and your vitamins and all that good stuff is going to come in. And so that is definitely important, but we want to first make sure you're getting enough food and then to kind of simplify it, the right types of food. And then within that, high quality food. And so my guidelines on that is 80 to 90% real food. So think of foods that come from the ground, comes from a tree, fresh meats, fresh fish. That gives you um, guidance on what to choose, but also gives you some flexibility too, because we're going to want to go out to eat and we're going to want to have treats. And again, it's about longevity of this and consistency and not just being perfect for a short period of time. Yeah, consistency and obviously moderation at times. I mean, you can't just deprive yourself of all the, you know, delectable things in your life. But at the same time, you know, you want to be smart and thoughtful. And, you know, the concept that I have in my mind is like, all right, you go in the grocery store. It's like, let's stay on the edge. Let's stay on the edge of the grocery store, right? Perfect example. Yeah. So let's not go into the middle aisles and the frozen foods and any of the box stuff. It's not real food, right? Yeah. And so I like to keep in mind, and I always challenge my clients this too, is when you get something on your plate, think about how it got from the ground or the tree or wherever it came from to your plate. And that's going to tell you how processed it is. So for example, it's a good one, like potato chips, right? So it came from a potato from the ground, right? Real food. But then it goes into this machine where it's sliced, okay, but then it's deep fried, right? And then it's a bunch of other preservatives added to it and a bunch of, um, uh, you know, seasonings, which are generally pretty good. But if it's popcorn, right, there's sugar added to it. And the further it goes down that processing is the further we get away from it being real foods. And so I have a concept called the real food scale, where if you think up all the way to the right, it is pure from the ground. And then all the way to the left is just straight chemicals and sugar. 
where does the food you have in your hand or in your plate fall? And it's like a sliding scale. So you take that potato and then you slowly slide it to the left. Then that's when you're breaking, breaking it down and removing the nutrients like the fiber and the micronutrients like we talked about, the minerals, the vitamins. And we're adding in chemicals, um, other processed ingredients, sugar, and so forth. And so that's a good visual to think of when you are choosing items. Yeah, it seems like sugar is like so dominated in, in our foods and, you know, to be cognizant of what is actually there, you know, to be able to, all right, well, let's look at the ingredients here. Do we have a ton of sugar? Do we have a ton of processed, you know, ingredients, chemicals, whatever that may be? You know, I've even heard that like vegetable oil, as an example, is a toxic uh, ingredient and it's in so many foods. And if you look, if you start to look at ingredients, it's like, wow, this is this is scary, you know, because if you're not cognizant about what you're eating, is it real or is it processed? That can have a huge impact on your internal chemical makeup from what I understand. Am I, am I saying things incorrectly here? No, you're 100% correct. And I think, I don't know if this is a saying or I think. Feel like this should be a documentary called convenience kills mm. but pretty much because the u.s has gotten so advanced right we are always it's almost like the curse of the go-getter right we're always trying to be quicker more efficient how can we get this done you know better better faster all of that and when that happens um that's when we're we're having preservatives added to everything. We're adding sugar to everything. And then when you have, you're used to getting that much sugar in, you have to get something sweeter. You have to add even more sugar in, right? And so that's created kind of the issue with the, with, um, you know, the obesity rate in, in America. And I know a lot of people probably listen to this who do take care of, care of themselves, um, but it's still impacting them because the options they have are still the same options that everyone else has, right? And noticing since we've been traveling all year, just noticing in other countries that maybe aren't as advanced, um, their options are definitely more fresh. The going out to eat takes a little longer, but because the meals are fresher and the options that they have aren't as processed. And so actually after a couple of months being abroad, we came back and had went out to eat in the US and because of how much vegetable oil things are deeped in or um, deep fried in and soaked in, we actually got sick just from that, even though it was a relatively, you know, quote unquote, healthier meal. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And the, and the, um, the good news is once you start to educate yourself and once you start to be aware of what to avoid and what to go after, you know, you can really all the information is at your fingertips. So if you want to go out to eat, you can look up and see, well, what are they cooking? The food with and what type of caloric intake can I expect? And obviously when you go to the grocery store, you can educate yourself in terms of what ingredients are used there. But, you know, a few of the things that you mentioned was obviously like, you know, it's, it's all about convenience. And I, the one thing that I think about is, you know, easy choices equal a hard life, hard choices equal an easy life. And so if you're living your life just all based on consistency or I'm sorry, convenience, then at some point that's going to catch up with you and it's going to create hard circumstances. So I just think it's an important thing for us to all recognize is that, you know what, it's not easy to develop, you know, a, a sound nutritional program or sound nutritional habits, but it's worth it. And it's going to create, you know, so many different things in your life that you can be proud of and that you're going to be very excited about. And you're going to be saying, you know what, life is so much easier now because I'm healthy and I can do anything now. And 
I'd love to know, um, you know, is there anything that you'd say in turn, because one thing I've learned also about in the past few years is, is as it relates to gut health and your microbiome. Is there anything, have you studied that yourself or I'd just be curious? I, I, that is not my specialty, but I actually have hired a coach, one to learn more. Um, and I'm actually taking a class tomorrow to learn more on this too, but um, I've hired a coach, one, to learn more, and two, to constantly improve myself, right? Where can I max out on my energy levels and, you know, mental clarity and recovery and, um, you know, getting less sore from the gym, like, and just fine-tuning mm. even more, not only for myself, because I want to constantly improve, but then I can take that and apply it to my clients as well. I love it. And that's what Elevate's all about is investing in yourself, whether it's your own time, your own attention, your own learning or your own resources. And so tell us a little bit more about that. Obviously, you've been investing in yourself for a while now. So I'd be curious, you know, what, what does that look like for Jenny these days? So right now, I have several coaches. I am in the life coach school, which is more personal development related, um, just to really manage your mind, which you need for every single thing from you know, sticking to a nutrition plan, to workout plan, to, um, you know, sitting down and actually putting in the work to accomplish the next business goal. And then I also have a business coach, Stacy Bayman. And so that is, I'm actually in a mastermind, which is just so powerful and incredible because I'm surrounded by other people who are in the same position as me, very like-minded go-getters. And then I also have a nutrition coach as well. Again, like we just mentioned, to just either evaluate, evaluate that word I'm trying to say that you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Elevate, there we go. Um, elevate, ele there we go. Elevate um, even more. So that's what it looks like right now. But it's been a journey of hiring several types of coaches. And I've just learned that if I want to keep growing and, and elevating myself, right? then I can either stay the same or I can try to do things myself, which of course, you know, that's, I'll get there, but it's going to be a much slower path if I, then if I just hire an expert who has already kind of gone through that trial and error, already has that information that I can learn from. Um, not only that aspect, but also when you invest, it puts a whole nother layer of, of, okay, this is serious now. I'm taking this seriously to get the results. And also that expectation, and I don't wanna say even accountability, because I think it's kind of beyond that. It's, it's more of a, okay, if I wanna get to that next level, like this is, this is what it takes. I'm showing up and putting myself out there and now I, I've gotta, gotta get there. And from like a loving way, not from like a, I'm not good enough. I've got to improve it from like a, why not? Yeah. It's like, are you committed? Because you said you were, you know, financially and now you really show up yeah. and I can say for sure. I mean, I've, I've had clients that I coach that I'm, that I've seen that have saved themselves so much money, so much time just by seeking out help. And I've done the same thing and I continue to do the same thing. I continue to invest in myself um, because there's always another level. That's the most exciting part of this journey of being a human being is that you're never actually going to reach that final destination. You're always going to get better. You're always going to improve. And it's exciting. It's like one of the most, you know, for me, one of the most fulfilling experiences is to look back and say, wow, 
every single day I got 1% better and man, that's really compounded and that's really created something that I'm extremely proud of. So I'd love to know just from that angle, what are you, what would you say that you're getting 1% better at today? Public speaking right here, right now. <laughs> and then awesome. I, I actually was a panelist for another um, event that was supposed to be in San Diego, but actually turned out to be a, a virtual event. So actually more people were able to attend before this. So I think it's something like every, every day, right? And it's public speaking combined with um, just another layer of, of growing and putting myself out there and, and reaching more people to, to help them with this topic of like overall wealth, which includes your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it all comes down to putting yourself a little bit in a, in a uncomfortable position, right? I mean, it's not always easy to do that, but then looking back, you can be proud of yourself to say, wow, you know what? My mind told me I didn't want to do that. My mind told me that it was like, oh, I'd rather just, you know, take it easy today or cool it down or whatever it is. But I've always found to say, wow, I, I actually pushed through a little bit of discomfort there and it was so worth it. And I'm so glad that I did that. And now next time when my mind tells me that I can't do something that I remember that and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to stack this on top of that one. And so that I can get this momentum and the momentum for me, like creates habits, it creates rituals and routines that then become automatic. And it's like, I just do it without thinking of it. And so with that said, I'd love to know, I mean, obviously you've created habits in terms of your own fitness, your own health, uh, your own nutrition. Um, talk to me somewhat, what, what other conscious habits have you created in your life? Conscious habits. Good question. I would say, yeah, I would (laughs) say, um, that are outside of, of nutrition and fitness, but I kind of use this for everything. Um, I think one is self coaching and then two is evaluation system. Um, self coaching, again, going back to that personal development is crucial. So for example, you know, months ago, my coach said to me, she's like, I see you, you know, sharing your methods, sharing your knowledge on podcasts on TV shows on all of this. And at first my mind went directly to, Oh, but like I, what I do is so specific and so, you know, unique that it would only fit right here. And I had to question that and be like, why am I, why am I thinking that way? Why am I not kind of saying, no, everybody, you know, I could really help so many people. Why am I not, why am I not helping them by just because of this block? Um, So really sitting down and questioning um, my my thoughts and where I'm at and where I want to be. Like every morning this morning, I did the same thing. I just take out a piece of paper, sit down and kind of see where my thoughts are, you know, what, where, um, you know, where that day is kind of going and what I'm thinking about it and what I'm thinking about my future and then really questioning all of those to see, okay, is that true? Is that really benefiting me? Um, and things like that. So that's the first one. The second one is evaluation. So there's three questions that I would ask and I'll do it again right after this podcast. I did it again after um, I spoke this morning. What worked well? What didn't work well? And what would I do differently? Those exact three questions in that order because you want to start with what did work well because people, especially type A go-getters like myself and a lot of my clients and probably a lot of people listening, 
are going to immediately want to beat themselves up and say, yeah. oh, I could have done this better. Oh, I could have done that better. Oh, I should have done this or should yeah. have done that. Where it's like, let's start with what did work well. And I do this with my clients too. I have them do this. I have like a, a weekly system because the idea is that your nutrition, your fitness is on autopilot. It's a, it's a routine that just works for you. But that takes evaluating the prior week to because things are going to come up, right? And you're going to want to adjust and shift and you want to improve each week. Same thing with your like personal life and day to day. So what worked well, what didn't work well, which is a whole new question when you ask it after you're in the mindset of, well, that did work well. Right. And then what would you do differently? So it's like you're learning for next time. Okay. I would talk about this topic more or, okay, I would, you know, have quicker options in my fridge because I didn't have that last week. And then it reverted to me to just grabbing something on the go, right? Things like that. Those are kind of my, my daily tools. I love it. And I just want to highlight, you know, that I love building the habit of asking yourself, is this true? Is what I just thought true? Because I mean, that's the thing is like, you know what, our mind is always trying to tell us that we screwed up here, we did this wrong, whatever. And it's really the survival mind. It's trying to keep us alive. It's not really trying to put us in an uncomfortable position because discomfort to it feels like death. It feels like the end of the species. And so you have to be aware of that, but then building the conscious habit of saying, hey, is this thought true? And then also building systems into your life, whether it's your, your routines, your, your habits, your fitness, your eating schedule, you know, what is it, you know, what did I do well? What did I not do well? I love giving yourself the pat on the back to say, look, things actually did go well here. You know what? Like I'm not the total screw up. Of course there's ways for me to improve. And I think there's always a healthy dose of that to people who are wanting to grow and wanting to become more but also giving yourself the opportunity to celebrate the wins along the way. Cause I feel like sometimes, you know, at least in America, you know, people just don't celebrate the wins. They don't celebrate the good things enough. And it's not to say, Hey, you've made it and you don't need to push yourself anymore, but you've got to give yourself a win because the dopamine in your brain, it's like, it's going to, all right, you know what? I'm going to do that again because I was celebrating and, and that felt good. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to commit to going through more discomfort because I'm going to celebrate on the back end of this thing. I just think it's so important. Um, would you say, I mean, celebration seems to be something that uh, you have to fight with your, not necessarily fight, but coach your clients in terms of reminding themselves that, Hey, look, you're making progress here. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. Because we constantly are like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And we get in this cycle. And I first like to remind people like, not being complacent isn't a bad thing, right? It's why you've achieved so much in your life. Yeah. And so it's not a bad thing that you're not complacent and constantly want more, but it's just slowing that down and noticing all of the little wins along the way, which like you said, create this habit of like, not only like that dopamine hit to continue to motivate you, but also it allows you to enjoy the journey. And be like, oh, cool! I did another um, event today, or oh, cool! I did, um, I you know, crushed and hit my calorie or macro goals today, or things like that. And it allows you to like have more fun with it because, like you said, it's not going to stop. You're always going to want more. You're always going to want a better physique. You're always going to want a, a sharper brain, right? Like I feel like my yeah. nutrition's pretty dialed in. I'm still hiring coaches because I want to learn more and even dial it in even more. Um, so it's I think again goes back to that 
enjoying the journey and having fun with it. And for type A people like us in this audience, it's important for sure. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. So Jenny, what are you most excited about these days? Oh man, a whole (laughs) bunch of things. So in the moment right now, I I would say my my ladies, because this week was, we, we do a nutrition strategy call, um, one-on-one where we hop on Zoom. This was before Zoom blew up, <laughs> where right. we talk about, all right, let's, let's get your game plan in place so that you're, you have it, like, your nutrition outlined, you have your training outlined, and they're, they are aligned, and they're mapped out over time. And so I talked with every single lady, and just the the excitement and energy they bring just fuels me. And so just so many wins, um, kind of like you were just talking about, like so many wins they have that they're noticing. They're like, well, this is little, but you know, I don't know if, if this is part of it, but actually my watch is a little looser and my complexion's better now. <laughs> and so little things like that, that they're just so excited about. Um, and so I just, it's just, it, it's a dopamine hit for me too, because it's reassuring that the work I'm doing is working. Um, and so it gets me super excited. So probably in the moment, because that all just happened now, I'm super excited about that. That's awesome. That's awesome. What would you say is if you had to distill it all down to like one concept, because I'm so important. I think it's so important to recognize like your mission and your why and your driving force. So I'd be curious to know, what would you say is the driving force behind what you do? In, in one phrase or one sentence or just in general? Yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to distill it down too deeply if, if, if it's not that simple, but just curious. I mean, what's the, what's the overall I'll purpose? put that on my evaluation for, yeah. for next time to narrow yeah. it down to a phrase or a sentence. Yeah. Um, I would say the purpose is uh, I've, I've been that person who has worked out and done two days, who is, you know, climbing the corporate ladder or crushing it in their career you know, has the friends and wanting to make sure to be a good friend and kind of feeling like, okay, I'm excelling, but I cannot figure this, you know, health portion out. I'm not unhealthy, but for as much as I work out, why don't I look like I work out? Right. And of course that ties in, like we talked about, like the mental clarity, the, the skin, the, all of it. And um, once I finally was like, okay, I'm going all in. And that's when I made an investment in my health and hired um, a health coach and did my first bikini show and all of that. And I really went all in and studied the tools and it kind of shifted my career because then from there I was obsessed and I was like, everybody needs to know about this. I feel like there's such a huge misconception with the world we live in where people are constantly doing different fad diets for two weeks and under eating that I'm like, Oh my gosh, it can be so much easier and it doesn't have to be restrictive and it doesn't have to be like hard or to give up so much. Like it's more about being that 80 to 90% and not hundred percent for two weeks that I feel like, like so many people and ladies especially have been in my boat where I'm like, I have the tools, I have the solution. I cannot wait 
do they have this? Because then they'll feel now as good as I feel and feel more relaxed and feel more in control and more flexible. And like I've mentioned, like we're traveling full time. So I'm doing food tours. I'm going out to eat, trying different cultures food. And it's way simpler and way easier now than when it was when I was doing two days and, you know, boxing up every single meal and being so strict on myself. So I think that's really not in a phrase and not in one sentence, but I'll get it there, um, is really kind of my driving factor in my mission. This episode of Elevate is brought to you by CF Capital, a real estate investment firm formed by myself and my partner, Brian Flaherty, where we invest in multifamily real estate communities across the Southeast United States. If you'd like to learn more about our approach, our mission, our acquisition criteria, and how you can learn more about future opportunities, visit cfcapllc.com. Again, that's cfcapllc.com. That's awesome. Well, I think it just goes back to, you know, you've discovered a simple and smarter process towards creating health, towards creating, you know, all these things that, you know, you've found that women want, right? Men want it too, right? So it's amazing that, uh, that you've been able to do that. And I just honor you for bringing your gifts to the world. And, and uh, this has been a lot of fun. I want to uh, be super respectful of your time. We're going to do our rapid fire section. We call it the rare air questionnaire because, you know, it's all about pushing the limits. It's all about raising the bar. And stepping into that next highest version of yourself and celebrating the wins along the way. So uh, with that said, I've got a few questions here. I'd love to know um, if you were to point to, you know, two or three of the most impactful books that you've read, what would those be and why? Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Incredible. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yes. It's the story of Nike. Yeah. Nike, how it was founded and became to what it is today. And man, he just did not give up. And it was a book I could not put down. We all know Nike and, but who knew the story behind it? And it just shows you, Oh, you could, you could owe the, you know, U S government $25 million, which this happened way back in the day. Right. So imagine when it would be now and just be like, all right, I'm going to figure it out and just figure it out. Right. And have lots of failures and setbacks and all along the way. So shoe dog, definitely number one on that one. I totally agree. I read that book and like could not put it down. I was just like you. It was like, oh my gosh, this is enthralling because uh, I grew up just obsessed with Nike products in general. And so then reading this book, I was like, wait a minute. So he had all these failures and he still made this company, this global iconic brand. I mean, it was just amazing. It's just such a great reminder. Just the tone of it too. Yeah. Just the tone of the whole thing of it's like, yeah, this is just how I operate. Like it's, it's no big deal. What's the worst that can happen? I'll feel a negative emotion and let's just keep going. Wow. That's a good, that's a really good takeaway because we do get caught up so much in like, well, what if I fail? And then this, this, then this happens when really it's all about your emotions. Can you handle the emotions? Can you live with that? Can you sit with that? That's important. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that's something that comes out of my self coaching almost daily is like, you know, I work through the whole thing or what if so-and-so is mad at me or what if, you know, I don't get a good response to this or all of the mind drama that comes mm. up, right. With being a human. Cause like you said, like our, our primal brain, right. Our primal brain wants mm-hmm. that human connection doesn't want to fail because it's trying to protect us. But at the end of the day, when we realize like, Oh, the worst that's going to happen, I'll just feel a negative emotion. Like, oh, <laughs> all right, let's, let's keep going. Who cares? 
Man, that is gold wisdom right there because um, I think we all – we have to course correct and remind ourselves of this on a daily basis that it's all about that. At the end of the day, it's about, hey, I'm not willing to do this action. I'm not willing to take this action because I'm feeling like I might have a negative emotion. And if you recognize that maybe that short-term negative emotion, which on average, at least what psychologists say, is that 90 seconds is the average length of you know one sort of emotion, one human emotion. Obviously, you can perpetuate and you can go down a spiral and you can live in that state for a long time. But it's important to know that you can actually, you can choose to be in any emotional state you want to be in. If you say, Hey, is this thought real? Like you said earlier, Hey, is that, is that right? Or do I have to believe that? I mean, I don't know. I love it. Yeah, no, a hundred percent in a good way for those who are listening, who are like, Oh my, I'm going to start asking myself that a good way you can know, cause you're going to feel like it's true. It's going to feel so, so true to you. But a good way you can tell or question, you know, if it's just a circumstance and then you're having, you're spinning your own thought on it. If other people would be in the exact same circumstance and would have a different reaction. And so for an example, let's say that someone loses their job, right? Somebody might, it might spin them into a depression, but other people may say, oh, this is an opportunity. I've been waiting to get laid off and now I'm going to go start my own business, right? And, and see what I can do from that. And because now it's like fires under my ass. I'm ready to go. So you can take a circumstance that even society might say, oh, that, that would be bad and really question and be like, okay, how do I want to think about this? How I'm currently thinking about that. Is that serving me? Is it helping me? Probably not. Let's change it up because you can have, you can like redirect your mind to do that. Oh my gosh. That's, that is so good. And you know what? Your life is shaped by the decisions that you make. And, um, you know, it's like what Tony Robbins says is your, you know, the, your destiny is shaped by your moments of decision. So each moment you have a decision of to say, Hey, is this true? Or is there something else here that could be possible? you know, is, did I get laid off and is this the worst thing ever? Or did this create an opportunity for me to now create something great for me to create something that's meaningful and to create a life of fulfillment and all these different things. So in creating empowering questions rather than limiting questions, limiting beliefs. So man, we could, that could be a whole conversation for another day. I love that. What's the, uh, what would you say the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis is Jenny? I would say with my like futuristic visions, (laughs) if that makes sense, um, I am always, yeah. And so I'm always visioning about like what's next and what's in the future and what that looks like and what that feels like and, and what I'm doing and what, what it could be even with my business. Like today I sat down and I'm thinking about, you know, okay, if I was on Oprah, what would I bring to the table? Like how would I get there? What's the message I have? All of that. And I think it's just fun. It makes it fun. And it also is like, that's what creates the next step. Cause from there I can say, okay, Ooh, how about this idea or this idea? Or in the future, I want to help my clients by doing this or doing that. And everybody can do that. It's just the use of your imagination and going back to asking yourself good questions of, Ooh, where do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? What's the fun? What's exciting? What's something I enjoy? 
That's awesome. And yeah. creating, creating the life of your dreams requires you to have a vision and requires you to tie your emotions to that future self because your mind doesn't know the difference between a real experience or a visualized experience. So what can you do today to create that future? Get inspired. Get yourself in a physiological state that feels inspired. You know, how can you direct your emotions to start feeling like that first that person in the future and what can you do to create that vision and how can you step into that? How can you remind yourself on a daily basis of what it is that you committed to and remember to elevate your emotions because at the end of the day, that's what's going to get you there. So it's so exciting. And I, I love that visualizing yeah. the future. One other thing on that too, because I feel like some people are like, Ooh, that's not my, my strength or I, I don't visualize like that. And so a tip for those people is utilize things like Pinterest, right? That's a great, you know, visual board and even things like Instagram, right? You're going to be on it anyway, instead of changing instead of having that default thought of being jealous that they have the shape you want, right? The physique you want, or even the job you want, the career you want, the lifestyle you want, use that as kind of inspiration to be like, Oh, I noticed that I'm jealous of that. Let me switch that into inspiration and kind of start planning and thinking about my future. And then that can evolve into like, okay, what are the steps I can do now to start creating that future that I'm visualizing? Yeah. And um, another thing that I'm super fond of is a vision board. You know, I've created a vision board personally, and you can do this on, you can put it on a, you know, a cork board, or you can literally put it on your computer, your phone, whatever you want to do, something to look at on a daily basis of things that you have committed to creating in your life. What's the vision of your life? What's the condition of your life? Whether it's, you know, Hey, you want a car, you want, you know, you want to live in a particular location, you want a house, you want, you want to travel the world, you want whatever. I mean, whatever it is that you want, maybe it's a physique that you want. You want to put that on your vision board and start feeding your mind. Your subconscious mind then creates that. And I just think the visualization and the tactics and the tools that you can put and like trick your mind into believing, which then becomes the reality is so powerful. It's unbelievable. I love it. So what's the biggest way that you elevate others around you, Jenny? I would say that I'm, I'm constantly kind of in that state where that's how I'm thinking. And when I'm around others, I don't adjust to how they're thinking. I kind of hold, hold the space for, um, I'm not looking for kind of that outside validation or that they're not necessarily their opinion because I do, I obviously care about other people's opinions, but I'm hoping to, to guide them and elevate them the same way that I do it with myself by showing them and by kind of leading by examples and showing up that way. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, that's what the, one of the reasons why I asked that question is because we're all influencers in our own way. Not only can we influence our own mind, like what we've talked about so many times in this conversation, but living by example is elevating others because others are saying, you know what, that's possible. Maybe I can, maybe I can act that way. Maybe I don't have to believe every thought that I have in my own mind as well. Maybe I can eat better and maybe I can, you know, create habits and and routines. And so I just think that there's a ton of validity in what you're saying. And I think it's just a reminder for all of us is that, you know, to live our best life also means that we're influencing others to live their best life and to create something, to create a vision of themselves in the future and their life condition. So I don't know, it's, it's inspiring and it's exciting. So 
hundred percent. Cause somebody has a vision board right now of Tyler with his, you know, with his podcast <laughs> mic and they're like, yeah. I want to have a podcast one day. And so just right. by showing up in like living like your true life, like other you're inspiring others right there. Absolutely. And anything is possible. So man, this is uh, this has been a lot of fun, Jenny. Um, any parting thoughts or words of wisdom that you'd leave Elevate Nation with? Oh man, so many. Let's see here. I'm putting you on would, the spot. <laughs> I know. I would say that I would say that adapting, like growing your muscle, right? This is a perfect example. Like growing your muscle, you have to lift heavier objects, right? Same thing with your with your life. If you want to grow your business, if you want to grow your mindset, anything like that, you gotta do some heavy lifting. And so don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of if the investment of it or the like the time, the financial, the emotion investment of it. Um, do the heavy lifting to to get the result. And the worst that you're gonna feel is a negative emotion. And I've said it better myself. And uh, man, this has been a lot of fun. I really, really appreciate you spending time with us, Jenny. Tell the listeners how they can learn more about you and stay connected with you. Yeah, so you can follow along on Instagram, Jenny the Nutritionist. And then if you're interested in joining my sig signature Create Your Shape program to build muscle and decrease body fat and have a nutrition system that's going to work for you for the long term, that is called Create Your Shape. And if you go to JennyTheNutritionist.com slash create-your-shape, um, <laughs> that will give you more information about that. And then, of course, my email to JennyTheNutritionist at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll put, um, we'll put all this information in the show notes um, so the listeners can access all that information very quickly. We'll put links to you know, her social media, Facebook, Instagram, you name it, website as well. So you definitely want to check that out and definitely want to go follow Jenny and learn more about what she's doing because she's doing great things. And obviously, as we mentioned early on in the show, health is wealth. You know, whether it's your physical health, whether it's your mental health, uh, your emotional health, uh, your financial health obviously is one that we talk about so much, but we believe that you can't have that unless you really focus on what's most important and uh, really your health and your relationships and, and so many of these different things are. But I want to encourage you to re-listen to the show because you know there's a lot of wisdom here. There's a lot of information that you can really act on immediately and you can start asking yourselves these questions. You can start to apply these type of habits in your life immediately. And so you know, repetition is the mother of all skills. So what I would encourage you to do is re-listen to this show and take notes. And, you know, what an inspiration did you get yourself today? What sort of vision board can you create? What sort of vision of your future self can you create from this discussion today? And I want to also encourage you to share this with a friend, you know, screenshot the show, tag Jenny, tag myself, tag Elevate Pod, and share this with someone else. What sort of insights did you get from the show? Because as I always say, the teacher is who learns the most. And uh, with that said, Jenny, thanks again for being on the show. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Elevate Nation, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit elevatepod.com.